Coming up on The Exam Room. We decided to look into the food costs of a vegan diet. People are concerned when it comes to groceries and the, the prices going up, especially the fresh produce. Like it seems so unaffordable for, for many people. Uh, so what happens if you go vegan? Welcome to the Exam Room Podcast, brought to you by the Physicians Committee. Hi, I am the weight loss champion, Chuck Carroll. Thank you so very much for raising your health IQ with us coast to coast in the U.S. and in more than 150 countries. Hi to everyone listening in Greeley, Colorado, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and Kabul, Afghanistan. Wherever you are, we appreciate you helping to make the world a healthier place. This is episode 76 of season 6, number 472 overall. And this is a mini pod, as it were, a quick podcast, a quick show, but nonetheless one that I think is going to stick with you. The story goes that a while back we were doing a study, as we often do here at the Physicians Committee, a study where we had people continue to eat their normal diet for a while, and then also for 16 weeks switch over to a plant-based diet. Now, initially we were just monitoring their health effects. What type of health improvements did we see or changes? But our researchers are quite clever. Because we then said, well, I wonder if it's possible to calculate how much money they were spending at the grocery store with each one of these diets. And lo and behold, if you're in the camp that thinks eating a plant-based diet means you're spending all your money, you are dead wrong. And Dr. Hanna Kaliova, the lead researcher of the study, is with us today. She has the facts. She is dishing out those savings and proving that eating green can mean saving green and a lot of it. So let's get right to it right now. The cold hard facts, the cold hard cash, and a warm feeling of health. It's Dr. Kaliova now on The Exam Room. Dr. Kaliova, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Chuck. I'm excited to be here. I can't imagine that you have not heard the thought that if you're going to eat a healthy plant-based diet, you are going to be spending your entire paycheck having to take out a second mortgage, get rid of the car, walk everywhere just to be able to afford to eat that healthy diet. Tell me you've heard that. Absolutely. I've heard it many times, Chuck. <laughs> but it's not true and you've got the data to back that up. That's exactly right. Most of the time, uh, we just talk about the health benefits on, on the podcast with you, Chuck. Uh, but as you mentioned, sometimes people are like, I know this is the healthiest diet, but I just cannot afford it. And, um, you know, with this in mind, uh, I, we decided to look into the food costs of a vegan diet. Uh, people are concerned when it comes to groceries and the, the prices going up, especially the fresh produce. Like it seems so unaffordable for, for many people. Uh, so what happens if you go vegan? Uh, we I'd like to share with you the findings of our study that has just been published in JAMA Network Open. And we, we had 244 people who joined the study 
and we randomly assign them to follow either a low-fat vegan diet or stay on their usual diet for 16 weeks. And we looked at the food costs. How much are they spending on groceries? Uh, they gave us a detailed three-day diet record as a snapshot at baseline and then at the end of the study uh, where they wrote down everything they were eating in three consecutive days, two weekdays and one weekend day. Uh, and what we did, we, we paired up the food items with the U.S. Department of Agriculture Thrifty Food Plan 2021, where they list the, the costs, the average costs of all the foods. And I need to say this document is comprehensive. You can, you can download a spreadsheet that has more than 3,000 food groups and food items. Uh, and uh, so it was a lot of work. Uh, and Macy and Dan and Christina paired up all the foods with the food items that people were eating in our study. And we also had a senior researcher, Pablo uh, Monsivais from the university in Washington, in Seattle. And he checked the, the accuracy of the links. And uh, what we found out was re really fascinating. So the low fat vegan diet consisted of fruits and vegetables and grains and legumes. And as you can imagine, if you encourage people to eat more fruits and more vegetables and more, more grains and more legumes, of course, they will start spending more on these specific foods. So what happened with, with the food costs in these specific groups? People started uh, spending more on fruits by about 40, 40 cents a day. They started spending more on vegetables, a dollar and three cents a day more than, than they used to before. Uh, then the whole grain consumption went up, the, but the refined grain consumption went down. So on, there was no, bi no big change in, in the grain costs. Uh, but people started eating more beans and uh, they started spending about 30 cents a day more on beans. So these are the, the items where people started spending more on. But don't forget, they were not now completely skipping all the animal products, which led to some savings. They were saving 13 cents a day on eggs. They, they were saving more on dairy, 74 cents a day. And the most savings came from not eating any meat, $1.77 a day. Now, we also um, advised the, the low-fat vegan group to minimize the oil consumption, which led to an additional saving of um, 14 cents a day on oil. So your head is now probably spinning and you're like, so how does it shake out? They spend more on certain foods and less on the animal products. So when you put it all together, when you buy all the groceries uh, on a vegan diet, what does it mean? 
And the answer is the vegan group was saving a dollar and 51 cents a day on average without attempting to. They had no instructions to, you know, save on groceries. They were just, you know, shopping for groceries uh, as they seem, you know, as they as they liked. And that means they were saving 16% on groceries. What can you do with 16% of savings? Wow. Any ideas? <laughs> well, I have many ideas what to do with some with some extra money. Now <laughs> let me let me tell you. Uh, so in addition to the health benefits of the plant-based diet, in addition to the fact that people were losing weight and their metabolism was getting better and their blood lipids was getting were getting better, they were also saving on groceries. And uh, let's chat about this. What's your experience, Chuck? I think that, yeah, I'm, I'm pleasantly, I don't want to say surprised, but... Uh... <laughs> Pleasantly excited, I guess, is the, is the best way to put that. Um, I, I will start by saying I just love the way that you you are just able to continually, uh, you're continually able to extrapolate data from studies that you've conducted. Like, it never ceases to amaze me the way that you're able to go in there and continue to harvest all of this information. Um, and I will tell you, so I'm looking at this cost savings here. Uh, an extra 40 cents a day on fruit, an extra dollar and three cents on vegetables, 30 more cents for beans. That's a dollar 73, which is completely offset by the savings because you're not spending on eggs, dairy, meat, or oil any longer, right? So there's your dollar right. 51. And so when you add Dr. Kaliova up a hundred, uh, $1. 51 per day over the course of the year, 365 days, that's $551 and 15 cents. 551.15 in savings. Saved, saved on groceries. And so, you know, when you ask that question, what would you do with that savings? I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do with $551. I mean, if you think about it, like that's your entire holiday gift budget for a lot of people. Boom, right there. You don't have to worry about maxing out credit cards to get the PS5 for the kids anymore or the grandkids, whatever the case may be. It's it's saved because you're not eating the eggs, dairy, meat, and oil any longer. And, and there's also a big part of me, Dr. Kaliofa, that thinks that these numbers are a little bit conservative. You know, I think that That's there's right. a, there's a chance that if you really wanted to, you could stretch this even further and and get into that at minimum two dollars a day savings, three dollars a day savings, like really see some big tangible changes. Um, wouldn't you say based off of based off of these findings? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the document that we use to assess the food prices uh, from the U.S. Department of Agriculture, Agriculture was super conservative. So people were spending about $9 and 38 cents uh, on average at the baseline, you know, at the outset of the study. And, uh, you know, that's less than $10 a day. Can you spend much more on groceries? Absolutely. But can you, like, there is a big difference for each grocery item, you know, like you can shop at Walmart, you can shop at Costco, but you can also shop at a dollar store. You can shop at some high-end uh, grocery stores. So there's a huge range of the prices that you can pay for one single item. And so these prices that we used from the U.S. Department of Agriculture were kind of conservative. 
uh, their average prices that people people pay for for the for the items that people were consuming in the study, and you can absolutely you know even uh, do even better because there's even a book I believe it's vegan diet on four dollars a day. Uh, yeah, like if you want to go for savings, you can you can absolutely spend even less on a vegan diet. No doubt about it. And I've, I've got the study pulled up here and I've got the numbers in front of me. And you guys did a really good job of pulling out the cost for specific kinds of foods. I mean, there's a pretty big, long list here. You look at the fruits, the vegetables, the legumes, but then in the grains, you've got these subcategories for whole grains, some whole grains, refined grains. What does not surprise me, Dr. Kaliova, based off of our previous conversations on the show that skew more in the health direction, is that by and large, people are spending about twice as much a day on refined grains than we are on whole grains. That kind of speaks to the standard American diet. Isn't that yeah. like, that's that's it to a T, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And what's amazing, if you start consuming some of the whole grains, you're so full, you're not able, you're just not able to eat anymore, you know, of the, of the refined grains as you used to. Uh, so, it's a win-win. You get satiated more um, with the with the healthy foods. You get more health benefits, and uh, here's your food cost savings as well. Big time. And then also looking looking at the meat, uh, you've got that bro uh, broken down red meat, white meat, processed meat, and uh, fried meat. I I love that fried meat gets its own category. That's outstanding. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, Here's, here's the interesting thing, though, and I guess this also goes back to our kind of warped thinking of what is actually healthy. Uh, white meat, by far and away, people spend the most money on, on that. You know, So on an average, in that baseline group you were talking about, the typical person spending $1.85 a day uh, on meat there, but white meat, $1.22 of that. I mean, like that's, that's yep. huge, but I think people yep. gravitate toward that thinking that, uh, that is the healthier option. But again, right. based off of your research, that's not the case. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yep. Uh, meat alternatives. I'm curious, uh, when you have meat alternatives listed on here, what would fall under that category? Veggie sausage, veggie bacon, you know, all the fake meats, all the plant-based meats that you can find in your grocery store. Gotcha. All right. Just making sure eggs are on here, nuts and seeds, dairy. And you guys got creative here too. Uh, dairy, uh, total expenditures, but then you broke it down full fat, low fat, and no fat. I'm honestly shocked that the majority of the money being spent on dairy goes to full fat dairy products. I thought that we are living in a skim or at least a 2% <laughs> environment, but that's not the case. It's it's really uh, full fat makes up more than half of the, the daily expense. Did that surprise you? Uh, you're exactly right. I mean, it's the taste that wins over, you know, the health message or, you know, the um what's what people are supposed to do right in this case yeah amazing to me uh and then you looked at added fats you broke that down between animal and plant oils interesting and then sweets and desserts people are spending about 26 bucks a day to satisfy the old sweet tooth 26 cents a day i should say uh and then sweetened beverages about the same i honestly think that uh you know people are probably spending more to that but but 
you know, to see the drop in this, obviously, um, when people went from their standard diet over to the vegan diet, it's, it's pretty substantial. Let me, let me also add, we didn't give them any instructions um, to limit their sodas, let's say. They were still able to include um, desserts and sweets and, and even sodas. We didn't encourage them to drink sodas, but I mean, technically they were allowed. But again, that speaks volumes about how satiating uh, the vegan diet is. People were just so full and so, so happy with the meal and how they felt they didn't have any need for spending, you know, for, for buying their sodas. You're 1000% right. You're looking, I'm looking at these numbers here for, for the sodas in the control group, it dropped by two cents over the course of the 16 weeks. But then for the vegan group, it went from 14 cents at baseline. So maybe a little bit more health conscious from the onset, but then all the way down to just six cents on average by week 16. That is a huge drop. And you're right. It's like people are already feeling full. They're feeling healthy. Uh, they're probably wanting to do a little bit better for themselves. So they just take the what we call the sugar sweetened beverages off of the table. I didn't even think about that, but that's so true. So true. And you look at that, I mean, this is just an amazing cost analysis. How long did it take you guys to put this together? Yeah, it took us a few months. To I bet. This, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a lot of data to comb through. This is absolutely extraordinary. Yeah, we have an amazing team. So big thanks to Macy and Christina and Dan and, and Pablo, you know, who did so much work in terms of linking all the food items together. And then special thanks to our statistician, Rich, and to Dr. Barnard for his leadership. Yeah, I'll tell you that the thing I'll leave with this, this is just hysterical to me. I guess, you know, people are skeptical of the fake meats when they first start out eating a plant-based diet and then they taste them and they realize that a lot of times they're pretty daggone good. So the meat alternative spending began at 16 cents in the vegan group and then jumped all the way up by the end of the 16 weeks to 59 cents. You're talking about essentially a tripling of spending on the fake meats. Hey, Score one for, <laughs> for the fake meat, score one for, for the soy companies, man. That's, that's pretty, pretty outstanding. Did that surprise you at all? Like just, just the jump there? Yeah, it's amazing. And people love them, right? Like it's so convenient. Like today it's so much easier to go vegan than when I was 14 and decided to go vegan when there were no products for vegans at all. So like we're talking about yeah it's so convenient you just walk into a store or any restaurant and you you can get so many options it's incredible huge hugely incredible and then you, man and then i'm just looking at these numbers some more like now now you got me looking at this data dr k you got me looking at this looking at the vegan group kind of a same situation played out when it comes to the grains whole grain spending jumps up by 20 cents per day and then refined grains Kind of the same thing that we saw with soda basically goes yeah. in half goes from a dollar six down to 57 cents a day with the yeah. vegan group people just naturally started gravitating toward the healthier options which are cheaper i mean yeah. like wow wow well done well <laughs> done bravo to you i hope you present this at the uh icnm next year i think that this would be a great talker this is yeah. really good really good what do you have cooking up what's next you're always 
coming up with such wonderful research? What's what's on the agenda? We have some exciting projects, Chuck. Uh, so I hope to speak with you soon. Um, we have a few projects going on that I cannot speak about right now, but once they're about to be published, I'll let you know. All right. She is a woman of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Kaliova, thank you so much for your time. Congrats on another fascinating study. Thanks so much, Chuck. You know, coverage of this study has gone global. It's all over the place. Radio stations, TV stations, Fox picked it up here. US News and World Report over in Australia. Nine News ran the story. So many different places. And there's a link for you to check out the cost analysis right now for yourself in the episode notes. And also there, you'll find a link to a previous interview that I did with Tony Okamoto from plant-based on a budget so you can get even more great cost-saving tips there. But yeah, I mean, this study, we're talking about a 16% food cost savings. That is amazing. $500 a year. That's not bad at all. So what are you gonna do with that money? Dr. Kaliova asked that question. What are you gonna do with the money? And I was thinking about it. And one of the things that I would really love to do is take that $500 and reinvest in my health. See if I can get even healthier with it. So I thought maybe I would get a desk treadmill so I could walk and talk at the same time. Wouldn't that be a lot of fun? Take a page from the Dr. Greger playbook. And then maybe still with that, maybe I'd have enough left over. I can take my wife, Julie, out for a nice dinner, too. Wouldn't that be nice? You know, something else you might consider with that money is joining us at the National Press Club on November 7th. That's when we're doing our big exam room live and in person, a night with the Esselstyn family. We are honoring their legacy, all of their amazing contributions to the health community. Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn will be with us that night, as will his incredible wife, Anne. And then we've got Jane Esselstyn, wild woman. She's coming too. And of course, Rip Esselstyn. It wouldn't be a party without Mr. Plant Strong as well. And of course, that party, it's not going to be much of a party unless you're there as well. And you can reserve your seat right now at pcrm.org events, or just click that link in the episode notes. That's November 7th, a night with the Esselstyn family, honoring their legacy, all of their contributions at the National Press Club right here in Washington, D.C. And if you're in the Omaha area, I'm headed your way on September 23rd for the Healthy for a Lifetime conference. You can pick up your tickets there at healthyforalifetime.org. There's a link to that in the episode notes. And then heads up St. Louis. Coming your way the following weekend, October 1st, I will be speaking at the St. Louis VegFest along with the doc and chef, Dr. Jim Loomis and Karen Dugan from the Center for Plant-Based Living. And I also just heard recently that John Lewis will be on the bill this year as well. So really looking forward to seeing everybody there in St. Louis for the VegFest on October 1st. More dates still to come. But for today, that is going to wrap things up. I want to say thank you one more time to Dr. Hanna Kaliofa for being here and raising our health IQs and saving us some boo-goo bucks. What a show. Quick one. But man, was that ever awesome. And for everyone at the Physicians Committee, 
I am the weight loss champion, Chuck Carroll. Thank you so very much for listening. And remember, as always, keep it plant-based.